emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. Well, everybody, it's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody, this is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into this. And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. from the Detroit Praise Network and I want to wish the Thinking Out Loud radio show a happy third anniversary. May God bless you. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Demiree Graphics. In need of a local design for your business, then check out Demiree Graphics. Need flyers, business cards, t-shirts, or website for your business, then check out Demiree Graphics. The people at Demiree Graphics will get you right for your next business venture. They're professional, creative, courteous, and they get the job done right every time. Check out the team at Demiree Graphics. Give them a call today at 734-219-5266. Demiree Graphics, bringing your imagination to life.
Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. And that's right, guys. We are still celebrating, as we're calling the show on tonight, our third anniversary. And we are so very excited. Yes, we are. Three years that we've been doing the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we want to thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's show. Not only that, we want to thank you for those day ones that have been listening to us ever since the beginning. We're so very excited again to be bringing you this platform in this way. And uh, today is no different. We have a great show in store for you. But before we even get into all of that, I want to start by introducing a new sponsor that we uh, shared with you before we started the show, actually. Uh, Demiree Graphics Demiree Graphics is a new partner of ours So very excited to bring him aboard of the, On the Thinking Out Loud radio show If you guys are in need of uh, graphic arts uh, T-shirt designs um, uh, Websites uh, your Business cards Whatever your business needs uh, Regarding graphics and web design And T-shirts and apparel uh, Demiree Graphics is the place for you we're so very excited to bring him aboard the Thinking Out Loud radio show. This is a young man that's doing positive things, black entrepreneur, and we support black entrepreneurship right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. So we hope that you will support him if you are in need of T-shirts or anything related to graphics, web design, or anything of that nature. We hope you will give him a call at 734-219-5266. And when you do, let him know you heard it here right on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. That is what we've been about since day one. And Darrell Myrie, the owner and proprietor of D. Myrie Graphics, is no different. And we hope that you will uh, patronize him and uh, show him your support. Again, let him know you heard it right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Well, guys, we've got a great show in store for you on tonight. Again, we're celebrating the third anniversary of Thinking Out Loud radio show. We started back in August of 2017. I cannot believe that time certainly does fly when you are having fun. But tonight we have a very, very special guest that uh, we are so glad to be sharing an interview with you on tonight. Uh, the legendary radio host of the Detroit Praise Network, Randy Miles is our special guest celebrating with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We had a great conversation, a great discussion about a number of different things. And of course, uh, we'll be sharing with you that in just a few minutes. And Randy Miles just celebrated her 60th birthday, guys. And uh, we uh, sent her a special shout out during the interview. Want to send her a special shout out even now. She's listening, I'm sure, uh, to tonight's show. So happy birthday, Randy from everyone here at the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We love you to life and we hope that you have 60 more years uh, on this earth and more. Also, we've got a dynamic thought of the week. That's right. Um, in in the spirit of the third anniversary, we continue with our throwback thoughts of the week. Uh, we have a flashback thought coming from a sermon that we ministered a few years ago entitled 
Who Told You That You Were Naked? It's also the title of our first book that we wrote back in 2012. This book has sold over 500 copies, and you can definitely get yours today. But this sermon is so powerful, we want to share excerpt with you during our thought of the week. Lots been happening uh, this week before we even get into the interview. want to uh, talk a few minutes about the Democratic National Convention that just kicked off on this past Monday, uh, August the 17th, with a number of great speakers, uh, including uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama. I saw her speech, and I'm telling you, I was moved and inspired by uh, her poignant words uh, regarding uh, the situation that our nation is currently in. I want to share uh, just a little bit of that uh, during, um, you know, these opening moments of tonight's show. Uh, again, we are all about voting, of course. We know what is at stake. The election is coming up in November. And I want to remind our listeners that it's so very, very important that we go out to the polls and vote. And I believe these words will serve as that reminder for you as well. Take a listen. Good evening, everyone. It's a hard time, and everyone's feeling it in different ways. And I know a lot of folks are reluctant to tune into a political convention right now or to politics in general. Believe me, I get that. But I am here tonight because I love this country with all my heart, and it pains me to see so many people hurting. I've met so many of you I've heard your stories, and through you, I have seen this country's promise. And thanks to so many who came before me, thanks to their toil and sweat and blood, I've been able to live that promise myself. That's the story of America. All those folks who sacrificed and overcame so much in their own times because they wanted something more something better for their kids. There's a lot of beauty in that story. There's a lot of pain in it too. A lot of struggle and injustice and work left to do. And who we choose as our president in this election will determine whether or not we honor that struggle and chip away at that injustice and keep alive the very possibility of finishing that work I am one of a handful of people living today who have seen firsthand the immense weight and awesome power of the presidency. And let me once again tell you this, the job is hard. It requires clear-headed judgment, a mastery of complex and competing issues, a devotion to facts and history, a moral compass, and an ability to listen, and an abiding belief that each of the 330 million lives in this country has meaning and worth. A president's words have the power to move markets. They can start wars or broker peace. They can summon our better angels or awaken our worst instincts. You simply cannot fake your way through this job. As I've said before, being president doesn't change who you are. It reveals who you are. 
Well, a presidential election can reveal who we are, too. And four years ago, too many people chose to believe that their votes didn't matter. Maybe they were fed up. Maybe they thought the outcome wouldn't be close. Maybe the barriers felt too steep, whatever the reason. In the end, those choices sent someone to the Oval Office who lost the national popular vote by nearly three million votes. In one of the states that determined the outcome, the winning margin averaged out to just two votes per precinct. Two votes. And we've all been living with the consequences. When my husband left office with Joe Biden at his side, we had a record-breaking stretch of job creation. We'd secured the right to health care for 20 million people. We were respected around the world, rallying our allies to confront climate change. And our leaders had worked hand-in-hand with scientists to help prevent an Ebola outbreak from becoming a global pandemic. Four years later, the state of this nation is very different. More than 150,000 people have died and our economy is in shambles because of a virus that this president downplayed for too long. It has left millions of people jobless. Too many have lost their health care. Too many are struggling to take care of basic necessities like food and rent. Too many communities have been left in the lurch to grapple with whether and how to open our schools safely. Internationally, we've turned our back, not just on agreements forged by my husband, but on alliances championed by presidents like Reagan and Eisenhower. And here at home, as George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and a never-ending list of innocent people of color continue to be murdered, stating the simple fact that a black life matters is still met with derision from the nation's highest office. Because whenever we look to this White House for some leadership or consolation or any semblance of steadiness, what we get instead is chaos, division, and a total and utter lack of empathy. The cold hard truth. So let me be as honest and clear as I possibly can. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. He has had more than enough time to prove that he can do the job, but he is clearly in over his head. He cannot meet this moment. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. It is what it is. Now, I understand that my message won't be heard by some people. We live in a nation that is I told you guys those were some very, very powerful words from former First Lady Michelle Obama. And uh, the Democratic National Convention is in full swing tonight. Uh, former President Bill Clinton is going to be speaking, and I hear he's going to be giving his sharpest criticism of the current President Donald Trump. That's right. And um, I think President, former President Barack Obama is going to be the speaker on Wednesday. And, of course, uh, Biden will be speaking. 
speaking uh, on Thursday, and uh, as well as uh, uh, his running mate Kamala Harris. So there's a, um, a, a, a long slate of speakers, great speakers throughout this week. We encourage you to uh, tune in to the Democratic National Convention uh, because there are a lot of great discussions going on, a lot of great interviews taking place, and um, getting everybody riled up and rallied up uh, for this coming November. Again, there is no time for us to delay, no time for, uh, for any excuses. We cannot afford to take any time off it is full steam ahead. With that in mind, we're going to be launching our Vote Out Loud campaign coming up in just a couple of weeks. That's right. Uh, the Vote Out Loud campaign. We're going to be sharing with you more about that uh, very soon. But stay tuned for more details. The Vote Out Loud campaign right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be sharing with you more about that in just a few weeks but stay tuned for that remember to follow us on Facebook on our Thinking Out Loud official fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show on all social media uh, at uh, on Twitter and Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN. We would love to hear from you. Also, uh, you can uh, send us an email. Drop us a line at contact at michaelnimmons.com. If you got ideas for the show, somebody you want us to talk to, somebody you want us to connect with, we would love to hear from you. Your listener feedback is is so much appreciated right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Also, remember that you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show on a number of different platforms, including the Detroit Praise Network. That's right, guys. Go right to DetroitPraiseNetwork.com and you can click the connect button. And we are uh, the only podcast they are hosting on their website. So we're very excited about that. The Thinking Out Loud radio show. Go to DetroitPraise network.com and click the connect link there you'll be able to listen to all of our thinking out loud radio episodes right from the detroit praise network website so very excited about that well guys we're going to take our first break of the night when we come back we're getting right into our interview with the legendary radio host of the detroit praise network randy miles you don't want to go anywhere guys you're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online it's the thinking out loud radio show we'll be right back you're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hello, my name is Maya Nimmons, and I want you to listen to my dad, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., available everywhere you listen to your podcast. And now, available on the Detroit Praise Network website. You better listen to that little girl, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. 
t-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Tom Joyner Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders to voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. Black to the bone, to the core, to the root I am to America a very strange fruit Born from a tree nearly wilted from its traps Into a world content with racial labeling and criminal profiles I search for truths that have been withheld from books produced to tell history And it's a mystery how they missed me or people like me when our backs were broken from building this country and our hands were calloused from sowing seeds upon which men and women would bleed and still not be freed for another 300 years. I believe some mothers still cry those slaves tears cause fear and anger run deep and get passed down through generations like heirlooms and in the air looms the stench of discrimination as this nation falls deeper into complacency Denying black beauty and black pride. Black lives really do matter. Here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. All right, guys, we are back on another great edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
And I cannot tell you how excited I am to have this very, very special guest with us on the line on tonight. And I didn't share this with her uh, offline, off air, but this is our third anniversary of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Exactly, yes. And we're so very excited that she is consented to be a guest on uh, the one of the anniversary shows we're having throughout the month of August. You know, I'm sure you already know, the older you get, the longer you celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> and so... We decided that we're going to celebrate the entire month of August, and uh, I can't wait to get into this interview with our very special guest. But before we do, I want to give her a proper introduction. As a small child, uh, she would pretend a pencil was a microphone and sing and charm family and friends. And later she would sing in church and college choirs. However, it wasn't until she attended a media art school in Detroit that she would find her true voice. No strangers to the world of radio. Uh, she spent many years as an on-air personality for station formats from light rock to jazz. And she's also adjunct instructor for Specs Howard School of Media Arts, teaching students the art of being on the air. Broadcast writing, pre prepping them on entering the media workforce. Uh, she has had a hand in radio news reporting and a seasoned voiceover artist doing commercials for Chrysler, Procter & Gamble, Kmart and more. Uh, she's thrilled to provide uh, Metro Detroit with a daily dose of inspiration and, and to help touch each listener's life with something uplifting and positive each and every day. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to the midday host and program director at Detroit Praise Network and new friend of the show, a uh, legendary host, uh, Randy Miles. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you. I appreciate being here. This is exciting to me when I found out about the show and what you guys are doing. I'm like, I have to make sure I favorite this on my podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We are so, so very happy to have you on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You've definitely made our third anniversary so, so much more special now uh, that uh, you've been a part of it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Now, I, speaking of anniversaries, now I understand that you just celebrated a milestone in your life. Right? Ooh, and I celebrate. I'm still celebrating because my birthday is at the end of the month. So I'm going to go to the 28th of August. I just turned 60. Woo! Oh, that deserves another another cheer, guys. Woo! <laughs> Can't believe it either. <laughs> wow! Absolutely. In fact, uh, well, before we even do that, tell us tell us how you celebrated because I understand you had a virtual. Uh, celebration, right? I, I did. I was going to have, I had a planner uh, who had gotten a venue for me. Uh, we had worked out all the details and then COVID-19 took all that away. And so I was feeling bad for myself until someone reminded me that I could still celebrate. So I had a virtual birthday party and I had people who surprised me and people that I knew, but I didn't know what they were going to say. So I had Fred Hammond on my show uh, my birthday party, uh, Charles Jenkins, uh, Willie Moore Jr., um, Erica Campbell, 
so many other. I'm missing some people, but I had sure you are. just a whole host of people that celebrated my birthday. They came on. Some of them were live. Some sent videos. Kiara shared sent a video of her singing happy birthday to me. Travis Green. They took me out because I didn't know that they were going to be <laughs> on the um, on the call and uh, sending videos. And then I had my family and then I had some listeners who uh, did a, we did a contest for them to be able to be in the room, but we also um, did it on Facebook live. So it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. And I got a chance to be dressed up and dialed up and had a tiara and I did the whole nine yards. So it was, it was so much fun. I had a blast. Right, right. I, I, I wasn't able to attend, unfortunately, but um, I, I did see some of the pictures that uh, were floating around social media. And um, I wanted to use this opportunity to formally wish you a happy birthday uh, on the you. Thinking Out Loud radio show. In fact, uh, I'm uh, going to share my screen real quick uh, so that we can actually uh, do something on the show. I got to get Stevie Wonder. I want to get him on uh, because, you know, nobody does a happy birthday like Stevie Wonder, right? <laughs> right. It has to happen. <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> hey, guys, those that are listening on the podcast, Randy's bobbing her head back and forth. She's enjoying the music. Absolutely. Again, we have to, of course, acknowledge that, that that's a milestone birthday. Really? Seriously. Serious yes. milestone. I, I, in my life, you know, you look at different decades and I thought that 30 was just the end of the world, you know, and you just keep living. And the more you keep living, the more you find that each decade means more that you've learned. Um, and also, it, it presents wisdom mm. and um, patience and uh, perseverance, and it just goes on and on. So I'm grateful. I am grateful. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Happy birthday from all of us at the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We appreciate all that you do and all that God is doing in your life. And you know, 
we wish you, uh, you know, uh, longevity of life and uh, 60 more years. You know, yeah, God does on. say the same. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's get into it. You know, when we start our interviews, uh, we typically ask our guests, uh, you know, to tell us a little bit about yourself. But in this in this case, because you are who you are and you're on the radio all the time, you know, I'm sure you think people uh, or you feel like, you know, that uh, your life is an open book in some cases because you're on, you're sharing your heart with people and your, your listeners and they've become, I think, very, very much acquainted with yeah. who you are. So uh, my first question to you is uh, not tell us uh, about yourself, but tell us something that we don't know about mm-hmm. Randy, ab- about Randy Miles? Well, it's a lot. I mean, you know, because what people see or hear on the radio and social media is one-sided, you know, right. and that's, that's with all of us, but um, I'm a single adoptive parent. Um, my son is almost 27. Um, I have four granddaughters, uh, oh. so, uh, twins. Um, let's see, what, how old? Six? Four and almost three, almost two, <laughs> almost two. <laughs> so I have uh, a whole lot going on in my world. Um, I'm a caregiver along with my siblings to my parents. Both of them have different ailments that require care across the day. Um, so I, I do my job. This the studio that I'm in is my sanctuary during the day. This is where I get a chance to recharge as well. Even though I'm working, uh, much like the listeners, um, I need to be fed as well. Right. And um, in, in this age of COVID-19, not being able to fellowship and things like that and you know, even though you can watch your church service online, it's still is not enough sometimes you know what i mean especially when i know i'm i'm going to get off work go to my parents make sure they get dinner get them in bed then i go home you know so my day starts early and ends late so that's a lot a lot of people may not know also that um the writer of roots um alex haley was my cousin yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> what? Oh my, my god. Yeah, my mom uh my they were my mom was first cousins with him. Um my great great grandmother, so my third great grandmother was Queen Haley. Um and yeah, yeah. And my mom looks just like her and it, it's crazy how the generations go. Um so my mom's side of the my mom's mom's side of the family my grandmother's side of the family were Haley's so that's very very cool absolutely on my grand- that's a tagline for a tagline for the show <laughs> for this interview <laughs> well but wait there's more like a commercial break um on my grandfather's side my father's father's side I am also second cousin to um to uh Lester Holt <sighs> Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> See, I got the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I got the forehead to prove it. <laughs> wow! So the media runs through your family. It actually does, and you never, 
You know, I've been um, trying to trace my father's side of the family because he was adopted, and that's where I got the bug to adopt as well and be, become a foster parent um, over the years. And, um, you know, I, I went into this looking for my father's side of the family, though I already knew about the Holtz and the Haley's. I, I've known that all my life. Um, so I, I went into this with a different route, but then realized, yeah, I mean, you know, from, from Alex Haley to the Holtz, this has run generationally through our family. Um, entertainment as well. Uh, it, it's, you know, I have actors in the family, you know, uh, people who have done theater. It's singers in the family. So, you know, being in the media or being on stage is something that I guess runs through our family. But the crazy thing about it is with all of that, I'm still pretty much introverted, mm. you know? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and I, 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 I can kind of um, see how that can be because, you know, they, they, they've said that, you know, <clears throat> a lot of entertainers because their whole life is, you know, a matter of public record and they're out front that um, they're not, they might not necessarily be, um, the um, uh, the open uh, personality that people get to see uh, on television, and 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 many of them are introverts. They prefer yeah. to be them be by themselves. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I have to, um, you know, at times, and not right now, of course, but you know, be on stage and that kind of stuff. I love doing that. I love doing that, but um, I can find an exit door. Quick. <laughs> I, I understand. As soon as it's over, and, you know, I greet whoever Ooh. I need to greet. I, I'm out. I, I uh, have told a story before about a friend of mine. We worked at a different radio station at the time, and um, they had this big spaghetti dinner, and I was one of the guest hosts to serve, you know, the people who came to this, this spaghetti dinner. And when it was over, I made a beeline to the bathroom, and then I saw an open door. And as soon as I saw that open door, I got in my car, and I started <laughs> driving home. So my friend who worked with me called me and said, hey, we can't find you. We have extra spaghetti sauce. Do you want some? I'm like, girl, I'm almost home. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. See ya. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Wow. I know yeah. you guys are enjoying our interview with legendary radio host of the Detroit Praise Network, Randy Miles. So happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're just so, so thrilled that you're on. Now, let me share something because you shared something about yourself that people don't know. And I, I feel like it's only right that I do that as well, especially when I read your bio and you opened by talking about um, how you use a, a pencil uh, as a microphone. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was in college, I was the kind of person. Now, radio was not always what I wanted to do. And, and really what I'm doing now is is kind of like I, I, I feel like it's an extension of, you know, um, me as a speaker, author, yeah. um, minister, because I say that when I open my show each week. But 
um, I was the kind of person that, you know, you remember when we, when people had answering answering machines. Yeah, <laughs> I was the kind that would would do like twelve. I, I would, you know, I, I, my answer machine message had to be perfect. You know, I had music playing. Can <laughs> I ask you? Right, did right. you do the music yep, too? I did music. I had a script. I mean, I did. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that? My sister often jokes about me critiquing their voice messages. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, because I taught at, at Specs Howard, but also, you know, went to schools, uh, you know, pursuing English as a major, but communications got in the way and I'm glad about it. But um, I would critique, make sure you say your T's and your <laughs> I, I. So I get that. <laughs> I get that I would, part. I mean, I would like take at least an hour, you know, when it was time for me to change my message, you know, I, I would redo <laughs> it. Like, no, I didn't, I didn't, you know, that wasn't the right, I didn't have to, I didn't, I didn't say that right. You know, let me, <laughs> let me go back and redo this because, you know, they go, <laughs> I gotta did make you, sure it's perfect. Did you fade your music out? Oh. <laughs> I tried. I mean, I was trying all kind of little techniques, meant, you know. That meant right. you were serious, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, and I even, and my, my friends used to joke with me, like, you know, uh, Mike, man, you don't have to, you know, it's just a voice, it's just an answer mm. machine, you know, just. <laughs> mm -mm, no. Gotta be right. So yeah, I, I figured I would share that, and uh, that I've been fun. on the air three years, and I haven't, you know, shared any of that. Uh, but 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 I'm That's doing fun. it now. So That's good stuff. That's good. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Demiree Graphics. In need of a logo design for your business, then check out Demiree Graphics. Need flyers, business cards, t-shirts, or website for your business, then check out Demiree Graphics. The people at Demiree Graphics will get you right for your next business venture. They're professional, creative, courteous, and they get the job done right every time. Check out the team at Demiree Graphics. Give them a call today at 734-219-5266. Demiree Graphics, bringing your imagination to life. If you want motivation Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show And I'm your host, Michael Nemens If you want to be empowered If you listen on Tuesdays at 8pm We talk voting all the time Because I think it's so very important that we understand That voting matters And the black vote matters Then you need to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show Tuesdays at 8pm Everywhere you listen to your podcast And now available on the Detroit Praise Network website Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, 
polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. have spoken from Minneapolis, Minnesota to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I hope you're enjoying our interview with legendary radio host on the Detroit Praise Network, Randy Miles. Let's get back into this awesome interview. So, so saying all of that, let me ask you, um, what inspired you to go into radio? Oh, well... Um, I actually wanted to be the first female sportscaster. Wow. Okay. I, I did. Um, and Jane Kennedy back in the day. I remember Jane Kennedy. That's had right. That, had that honor. And so I had to pursue something else. But the reality of it is, is when I was in, I'd say junior high and high school, I had speech classes and I also had um, cl communication classes and I was just drawn to it. I was drawn to uh, communicating across the world. I had an engineering teacher that taught at the high school and my dad taught at um, who built a ham radio for me. And I was able to communicate with people all across the world. Wow. And uh, so that was part of it. The the other thing about that was um, I got involved in a in an explorers group uh, and, and the explorers is a division of the Boy Scouts. And um, we we had this explorers group that was in radio and it was a radio station. So I got a chance to. uh go behind the scenes and intern um, with uh, people at Channel 7. 
Mm. And also at Riff, who's in this studio, in this uh, station group right now with Beasley Media Group. Mm-hmm. And I got a chance to learn how to spin records. And it just kind of like stayed with me. So when I got into school thinking that I was going to go into English or whatever, it was still in my butt. Like, this is something that I want to do. And um, I was working my way through school, through college, and um, got my associates first. Got a flat tire at 8 Mile and Northland Drive, and that's where Specs Howard used to be. And I went in to make a phone call because... I'm old, right? So <laughs> I have a cell phone back then. And I uh, looked around. I'm like, what? what is this place? And they're like, it's a broadcasting school. So I knew right then that God was telling me that I was on the right path in the first place. Mm. And I literally threw this school right in my face. And I ended up going to school there, uh, graduated and started my career like months afterwards uh, with, at, uh, at the time, WMUZ. I remember that, so, right. So, and they're still there, of course, but um, I've worked there uh, a couple of times. I also taught at Specs. I feel like that's a way for me to have given back to what was given to me. Um, and I still, not a lot lately, but I still mentor a lot of women in the industry or who want to be in the industry because I feel it's important to um, build people, build people up where they they need to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and um, I mean, that is tremendous. You know, it actually goes well with my my next question, uh, because, you know, thinking about uh you know yourself and and you know you talked about being trying or your goal at first was trying to be the first female sportscaster and uh but but you that opportunity didn't present itself at the time uh and yet you 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 did become a a female broadcaster so mm-hmm. i want to know how empowering is it for you to be a female broadcaster uh with your own midday daily show on the detroit praise network um it, it's i had to grow into the reality that i'm good enough to do this mm uh, for so long, this industry has been male dominated, and I, I have encountered a lot of. Well, you know, you have a great voice, but you don't have enough um, experience in programming. Mm. Which I, I, I had a lot of opposition. I actually had a relative of mine. Um, who told me that I should just go to school and be a secretary or something. Mm. And I said, or something (laughs) is what I'm going to be doing. (laughs) No disrespect to anybody who is a secretary, but that's not me. I can't watch a clock. It's really hard. Um, So I had to come to the realization that I am good enough. I'm great at what I do. I love what I do. And I know my worth. Mm. And once I, once I came to that 
then I started speaking up for myself. And that's when the empowerment came. Um, it came in where I could say, no, I know how to do this. Uh, pretty much I can show you. <laughs> All um, right. I've worked with male counterparts in this industry who would give an assignment to me and whoever else is, and then try to overshoot what I was doing. And I ended up still at the finish line before them Mm. because I know what I'm doing. And if I don't, if I don't know, I know somebody I can go to ask the question, get the answer and get the job done. Not unlike any man that's in this industry, they would do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So them doing the same thing, they have to know their worth, right? So that's where my empowerment came in. Once I came to that realization that, you know, I I can do this. I, I can do this and I do it well. And we and we certainly agree with you a hundred percent, two hundred percent. Absolutely, you do it. You definitely do it well. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with legendary radio host and program director for the Detroit Praise Network, Randy Miles. She's with us on the third anniversary of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and she's definitely made it very, very special uh, on tonight. And um, and I, I'm talking about empowerment talking about mm-hmm. female empowerment you know i have to ask you you know something very historic took place just a couple days ago that many of us are still talking about and we have to uh get your thoughts on it of course we all know the november election is coming up and what's at stake and um and former vice president joe biden uh picked not just a woman but a black woman mm-hmm. as his running mate for president of the United States and vice president of the United States, I should say, and Senator Kamala Harris. So I want to know from you, what are your thoughts on his selection and what do you think the impact of that selection will be for women and girls around the country and around the world? I think with, uh, with Senator Harris, um, what we're seeing is someone who is relatable, unlike uh, Hillary Clinton, even though, I would have voted for her and did vote for her. Um, I feel like Kamala is more um, relatable. Mm. Um, And had she been a white woman, I think that we we would have had the same kind of imbalance that we had with uh, Hillary Clinton. Mm. I think Joe Biden made an amazing pick with Kamala because it brings women who are out there working like I am uh, to the forefront, women who feel disenfranchised to the forefront, Um, African-Americans, Indian-Americans, all to the forefront. What I don't like is some of the things that I'm seeing on social media questioning her uh, being American citizen um, and questioning and and they did this with Barack Obama questioning um, how black is she what difference does it make she can get the job done so 
how much black she has in her versus how much Asian she has in her is nobody's business. Right. What is she bringing to the table? So to answer your question that long, long way, oh, hey. um, I am thrilled to see this moment. Um, when Barack Obama was nominated officially, I was so thrilled and, and I was so proud to go and vote. Right. You know, and I've been doing it since I was 18 years old and I have no problems going to the polls. I'm not going to miss no elections, especially this one. But I, I was just so thrilled to see this dynamic with Joe Biden and Senator uh, Kamala Harris, because it looks like me standing there. And this very, very emotional to me. Mm, right. And and I, I concur with you because I, I felt the same way um, when, um, you know, Barack Obama was again nominated the f- first African-American, uh, you know, to win the Democratic nomination mm-hmm. and then to go on and win the presidency, a historic moment in this in this nation's history yeah. and one that many of us thought we would never see ever 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 yeah. and yeah. Uh, i remember i think my son at the time was uh maybe three or four or so and we were sitting up in the loft in a home that we were we were in um back in 2007 watching the election results come in and he could barely say Obama's name, but uh, I wanted to make sure he saw this historic moment because um, he needed to see um, someone that powerful look just like him. Yes, he had to yes. share the same complexion, and and yes. uh, and and someone that you know we, we had a na- we we haven't seen as a nation in you know forty four presidents right. before before him. Right. So this was uh, uh, this was definitely uh, I'm sorry forty three presidents before him, but this was definitely a historic moment. And I and I do kudos to the Democratic Party for doing it yet again, yeah. giving us a candidate and a candidacy and a campaign that uh, this nation has never seen before. I, w- I want to add to what I was saying uh, about this being historic and also uh, empowering women. One of the things that I, I need to bring apart is, is that I don't pick apart another woman. Mm. And, and I've seen a lot of that with women who are african-american and women who are white or whatever they want to say something negative about another woman and that's not how we're going to work this right we we can't work it this way because we're we've been for the last three and a half years listening to people degrade uh, uh, a certain person degrade (laughs) women uh, on a level that is just elementary and also very very uh um, misogynistic. So, absolutely. I, I think that with a powerful woman, people get so afraid that she's going to be this angry black woman, or she's mad at the world, or and they tried to put that on Michelle Obama, Obama. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the thing is, if it were a male who was ambitious, or a a, a male white male who said spoke their mind, then there's nothing wrong. 
So women have to come together as well and not be so intimidated by somebody who is ambitious. I, I find that a, a very promising trait in young girls growing up. They have to be ambitious and able to, in, in order to be able to do the things that uh, Kamala Harris has done. I totally agree with you. Um, and you're right that the, they, they try to do that with Michelle Obama huh. and um, try to paint her as the angry black woman. Uh, but she, she, um, she rose above it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and I think there was something she said um, that really resonated with me. When they go low, we go high. We go high. That's right. We go high. Yeah. And and so this is a historic moment and empowering moment, I think, not just for uh, for females, for women uh, and black women. But I think this is a historic moment, historic and empowering moment for this country, yeah. for this nation. Yeah. Uh, the first ever um, uh, woman, black woman uh, to become the vice presidential Democratic nominee. Of a, or, or of a major party, actually. Of a, graduated of a, of a historically black, black college. college. Just, you know, this is so many firsts. Ticks off so many boxes that it's just, I get chills thinking about it. Right. I was listening to attorney Monique, or uh, yeah, Monique Presley, yeah. Uh, who got emotional talking about, um, talking about seeing um, Senator Harris uh, receive her um, our Secret Service detail. Yeah, and, yeah, no, and, and I saw saying, that too. Yeah, right. Yeah. And saying how significant a moment that was because yeah. now we have the first ever uh, woman, black woman, that is now being protected um, by the Secret Service, and 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 she viewed that as you know the, the this is the federal government's first. Yeah. Uh, you know, first time actually um, viewing women the way they should be viewed. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and that and receiving that Secret Service protection is like, um, you know, the icing on the cake. It's for amazing. That. Yeah. It's just amazing to watch, um, and a real feel good situation in uh, a, a year that has not felt good. Absolutely. You know? it, it definitely was. It definitely mm-hmm. was. We were all thinking about it. We all we were all hoping that was the direction he went. Yeah. He yeah. went in and uh, much speculation uh, leading up to that. But certainly we are very, very pleased with um, the addition of Senator Kamala Harris uh, to that ticket in uh, in November. Yeah, yeah, at least I I'm, I'm happy about it. I know I am and I know that most people that I associate with feel the same way. You know, I grew up like my grandfather, my grandfather was a staunch Republican. Mm. And and I really think if he were alive today, he would be just mortified because this does not resemble no. the same Republican party that he was a part of. Uh, my my formative years, you know, not at all. I, I just have never I've never seen anything like this, and I don't think anybody else has who is Republican. Not at all, and nah. yeah, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because you know we talk a lot about this on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We talk politics all the time, and uh, and voting, of course. But yeah. um, uh, the 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 reason I believe that 45 has has been able to uh, ex- exact so much power 
in in Washington is because of the spineless Republicans in the Senate and in Congress. Yeah. Um, if if any of them had uh, the slightest bit of a spine, he would not have been able to do as much damage, I think, as he has done uh, to this country in the three and a half years he's been president. Yeah, total total havoc. I. I um can remember growing up and my grandfather having a picture of Ronald Reagan and mm. Nancy Reagan in his uh, on his uh, buffet, and I would be like, ah. <laughs> How? <laughs> However, I understood the Republican Party to be something different, you know. Then, even down to the the Bush family. Yeah. I didn't agree with their principles, uh, a lot of their principles. Um, I just, not, I wasn't happy with them at all. Been a Democrat all my life. However, um, when you look at the parties and the way uh, this all shakes out, you can see there has been a shift in the Republican Party that is, is, is not quite right. Mm-mm. And what you've seen in the Democrat Party is um, that backbone coming back. That mm. spine that you're talking about. Because for whatever reason, we didn't have a powerful platform four years ago. Mm. And then you had somebody chipping away at the psyche of the American people saying, well, you know, she needs to be locked up and, and all the things that happened to her just prior to the election, uh, mm. Hillary Hillary Clinton right. so showed me right there that this is going to be something totally different than the Republican Party. Yeah, and people people afraid to lose their jobs, disagreeing with them. Right, and 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 I agree with that. Uh, you know, there with, with the Republican Party of of yesteryear, there was always a sense of respectability. There was some there was a moral there was a sense of morality and decency, even if you did not necessarily agree with the politics. Absolutely. You know, you you, you there was there was some moral footing that that we all stood on that that was able to that we were able to kind of look at each other as as colleagues. And that's how uh, Senator McCain and Senator Biden uh, became uh, friends because they crossed the aisle uh, to work together. But yeah. this is not this is not the same Republican Party. I haven't I haven't seen anything like this. It's 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 kind of strange to watch because I don't understand and, and I don't know. It's just me, but I don't understand where um, Republicans became conservative and Democrats became liberal when there are very conservative people who are Democrats. Who are Democrats. <laughs> Right, right. You know, because I don't believe your policies are best for American people doesn't mean that I'm a liberal. Mm. That's right. So so that's, you know, so once those kind of things started to happen and then you have somebody who is a demigod coming up against us, uh, chipping away at people and their their moral fiber because he's not moral. Um it 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 lended itself to quite a storm and now we have 2020 and COVID-19 and <laughs> uh, civil, civil unrest this year has been crazy 
Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. If you believe in social justice, if you believe that black lives matter, if you believe that voting will bring about a change in November, if you believe that Jesus Christ is king, then you need to be listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I'm radio host Michael Nemens, and if all of your answers are yes, then you need to join me Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available everywhere you listen to your podcast, including michaelnemons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Vision should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister Michael Nimmons. Vision is an insightful, thought-provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision Endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega-pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. Vision. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. I know you enjoyed our interview with legendary radio host from the Detroit Praise Network, Randy Miles. Let's hear the conclusion of this powerful interview. Crazy. Crazy is an understatement. Crazy <laughs> is an understatement. As a small C and a big R. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Woo, I'm telling you, this has been this has definitely been some kind of year, but uh we we've definitely found a way to persevere. Uh we found a way to um to rise above it. And and I think that's what makes us as as God's children, um, yeah. you know, special because he's always he's given us that that ability to um, to see past your present circumstances and, and see him in mm-hmm. the midst of it all. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's and that's what's made this uh, made us be able to get through it because it's been hard for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I have been uh, relying on the comfort of the Holy Spirit through a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Um, this year. And um, if it were not for God, um, just surrounding me and me willing to lean on him. And I had to learn that lesson a few years ago um, when I had a fire that destroyed everything that I own. Mm. Um, I had to learn then. So this year, even though it's been tough, I have been able to literally learn. Well, literally just be that person that God wants me to be through it all. I had to learn that. And I took that from that lesson I had two years ago, two and a half years ago. And I, I take that reliance on God very seriously now. And even down to when I'm going to sleep, I'm praying, you know, while I'm falling asleep, you know, thank you, God. I appreciate your love for me. Right. Forgive me. Yeah, I praise you in advance. I just, you know, because it just has to, it, it has to resonate that I'm grateful to still even have a job right now. Mm. And be able to maintain, even though, you know, it's not the best circumstances, um, you know, with the industry right now. Right. Wow. You must be looking at my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I tell you, you know, that's exactly where I'm going next. But even before that, I know you guys are enjoying our conversation with legendary radio host Randy Miles from the Detroit Praise Network. We're just enjoying talking uh, talking to her on the third anniversary of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, she has definitely made this anniversary very special, talking about politics, talking about her legendary career as a radio host and uh, all the great things that God is doing in her life. And, you know, she mentioned the industry and I'm glad that she did because my next question, it kind of deals exactly with that because of what's going on with the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, I want to know from you, tell, tell us, how do you think this COVID-19 pandemic has impacted not just the music industry, but the mm-hmm. gospel music industry? And what are some things that artists are doing differently now because of the coronavirus pandemic? Well, you know, the gospel music industry is, is much of a, uh, well, in radio is a, a niche market. You know, Mm. so it's not like a mainstream radio station. So with that in mind, we already have a smaller audience. Right. 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 So with COVID-19 happening and so many artists depending not on the music that we play, but getting out there and ministering and doing the concerts and going to churches, uh, that's how it's affected the artist side of things. They, they can't make the same amount of money because spending the records is not going to get them paid. Right. Those days are long gone. Mm. And we've had to address that in the gospel music, uh, in the radio world, because for a long time, spending those records is a good thing. That's not, you know, I'm not saying that, but 
the radio industry was depending on those spins so that their artists can make money and so that they can make money. Um, but as digital, the digital world increased, the gospel industry had to keep up and not just the gospel industry, but music industry as a, as a whole had to keep up with the digital world. So now we have streaming services and those streaming services are now one of the biggest revenue boosters for artists. However, it's still not like it used to be, right? Mm. So these artists are having to go out, go across the country, around the world, perform, minister, preach, all over the place in order to make the money that they were making from spins because they can't get that anymore. And And so that's the industry as a whole. So you shrink that down to the gospel world, mm. already a niche market. So now you got these artists who are scrambling, trying to, to make it work. The good news is most of them have studios in their homes or a, a, a place where they can go, where they can still uh, record their music safely and uh, still get out some really good music. Um, and it was actually Todd Dulaney who said, Randy, just do your birthday party virtually. <clears throat> he did a virtual concert a few months back that was so popular and it was so well done. And he gave me some information on what I could use. And I remember watching this in tears. It was just so powerful. <clears throat> so, Todd Delaney, Fred Hammond, Ty Tribbett. There are so many of them who are doing concerts online. And um, I actually uh, entered a concert room where you had to pay to, you know, enter the room to do this virtual concert. And so now we're, we're there, you know, we're mm-hmm. there. And we have to be able to adapt and learn how to make that work now. Right. You're not going to be able to make the same amount of money. Right. You know, you're just not. So your goal is going to be your ministry. And, you know, I'm talking to gospel artists now. And if you are thinking that being on the radio is going to give you your notoriety, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Hmm. You have to put your ministry first what you told God that you were going to do and you do that and he's opening these doors for artists all over the place as a result and, and I see it happening um, I Fred came out with a song All Right just before the pa- uh, pandemic hit and I went to a concert the, the commission concert that he did oh, yeah, when he yeah, came yeah. here and the, the all white affair, I did that. And, and you know, uh, I was one of, and also um, from CHB, Val um, Monroe, uh, we were some of the first people to get on that song, first of all, because it's our boy from the D. Right. But secondly, the song's just so powerful and it's so timely. And for the last couple of weeks, his, his song went number one, but it took a lot of people to go, oh, but he was grinding. Can I tell you, he was doing on um, online 
concerts and all this kind of stuff. And he already does production and, and TV and all that kind of stuff. So he had this stuff down. He was the first person I saw that put some time and effort into his virtual concert. And I was like, this is where we're doing this, mm-hmm. you know, church services, gospel artists. At this point, you can get a video of your favorite gospel artist to do praise and worship for your church service. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And you still and you still going in. Still going in. Still going in. Technology has definitely um, you know, um played a major role in uh us getting through this this pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, um where many of us thought that you know, how could we continue on doing some of the things that we have been doing, but video conferencing and, yeah. uh, you know, video software has really, um, you know, come in handy during mm-hmm. these times. And, you know, talking about those virtual concerts, what came to my mind was the versus uh, yeah. battles that were, were happening on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Hezekiah Walker and John P. Key. Yeah. I was, uh, I was in there. I was watching that and they were going back and forth. Then they had so many people. I think uh, they had to jump off and get on and, and switch uh, to yes. switch accounts. And cause yeah, I think they crashed. I give you a, I, right. It crashed, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, and then one of the first ones uh, was uh, Teddy Riley and um, it was a baby face Teddy Riley and and, and Teddy Riley's microphone went bad or or the sound system wasn't right or whatever whatever. right he's a perfectionist too I'm surprised that even happened right right (laughs) but but social media and technology has definitely played a big role yeah in uh in this in getting us through this pandemic yeah yes we have to be creative now we have to start thinking outside of the box, and mm-hmm. um, I hate I, I hate the the that you know. Of course, we can't fellowship together as we have you know in person in many cases because of this COVID nineteen virus. But mm-hmm. um, I, my prayer is that we will eventually get back to that. We're going um, to. Yeah, you know, we're going to. At some point, we will. Yeah, Just yeah, don't know I miss when. it. I, I just, you know, just the other day I was um, uh, reading a text message from my church and I just, and somebody also, somebody had text a good morning picture of me and a, a friend of mine from church. And I just sat back and I was like, oh, I just miss being with my family, my church right, family. I miss right. being able to hold somebody's hand and pray with them. I uh, hug, cry out, all of that stuff. I, I, I miss it so much. Um, at the same time, you know, I have cried out in the studio, you know, um, in my bedroom, I have a prayer closet in my, uh, downstairs bathroom that I had posted all these names of people who had COVID-19 who Mm. were in the hospital. And, uh, during that very, very scary three months, I was in that closet a lot you know uh, so you can still bring in the presence of God you know even without having those four walls although I miss it I miss it so much yeah 
You're not the only one. You're not the only mm-hmm. one. We miss that human touch. We miss that human connection. Uh, but hopefully we'll get that back, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, you know, we just got to continue praying. I'm sure, you know, we, we all know whether God is in control. God is certainly, um, you know, yeah. uh, behind the scenes orchestrating this all. And <clears throat> we just have to put our faith and our trust in him. Absolutely. So again, to have the radio host, uh, Randy Miles, with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show from the Detroit Praise Network. Uh, such a great uh, interview we've, we're having with uh, this legendary hostess. So thankful for her being with us on tonight. Um, I want to close with this question because of your experience in radio. Um, you know, uh, teaching at Specs Howard, uh, you know, being in the industry uh, for as long as you have. Uh, I want you to share with those who might be listening on tonight, um, you know, might have an interest in going in, going into broadcasting. There might be some Specs Howard uh, graduates or Specs Howard students that are listening on tonight that might need some encouragement, might, might need some uh, instruction and wisdom from someone like yourself. You know, I want you to share with them, um, you know, what what, what uh, advice would you give someone who wants to break into this industry or break out into to the uh, to radio? You know what 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 uh, what advice would you give them starting out? I love radio. I've been in the industry as long as I've been here. <laughs> it feels like right. But my biggest thing is these days. Mm. Stop thinking that your job has to be in a studio. There are so many avenues to being in this industry. And people have made a career out of being on the air in their own basement, discovering a a new way to communicate with people. Right. From podcasts to videos to even these TikTok influencers. Right, right. You know, there are so many ways that this industry has expanded to that being in a radio station, and and people say terrestrial radio, meaning radio that are just on signals, is a dying industry. And it could be if people didn't keep up with the times. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm not just on these three signals. I'm also... Um, online. You can listen online. You can get your podcast on our website as well, right? Um, From that, so we have online listening. I have apps that, you know, we have an app that you can listen to the station. We also are on Google devices. So I'm not just on the air here. I could be heard worldwide just because the industry has moved along with technology. Right. So say for instance, you know, uh, the Detroit Praise Network was just on these three stations. I would be a dying industry. Right. You know, that's where you go away Mm. when you don't uh, move with the times. So you have to stop seeing yourself just in a studio spinning records because it's much more to it these days. Yep. I play music and I talk that beats working (laughs) (laughs) any time of the day. 
But also, I have to use my skills to be able to video, to post uh, stories on our website. So I have to have website experience, social media experience, video experience, along with my radio experience. Right. And kids these days come out the womb like that. They know this stuff. So you take all of that and you get good at a little bit of everything. Hmm. Then you, you approach people and say, hey, I have this product. And can you listen to it? Can you tell me how I can get better at it? Not can I get a job, you know. <laughs> and, it, and if you're going into radio, there's nothing wrong with you starting in a small city. If you want to be in TV, I, I had a young lady that used to work uh, for the station and she did news for me and I kept encouraging her. I would let her do on air and fill in for me and all this kind of stuff. She was, you know, grooming herself. She ended up getting um, a job doing TV news in Lansing. She moved out of Detroit for a while, did Lansing, and now she's back on the air in Detroit on Channel 50. You've got to start. Sometimes you just have to start in a smaller area, get your chops, and then move forward. So those are two things. You know, first of all, don't think of it as just being on the radio and talking. And the other thing is don't, don't be concerned about starting off in a small market. Not everybody's going to start off in Detroit. You know, some people may have to go to Grand Rapids. Some people may have to go to Toledo. Some people may have to go to Bad Axe. You know, I wouldn't wish it on you. <laughs> but I'm saying you you got to be able to say, okay, let me pack up my trunk and do this for a year so I can get my chops. Maybe you move to a medium market, then you move to a large market. Maybe you get to a major market like Detroit. Mm. But you got to start somewhere. Great advice. I hope you guys are listening on tonight. We have been truly, truly, truly blessed by this legendary radio host, Randy Miles from the Detroit Praise Network on the Thinking Out Loud radio show and TV show right on uh, our YouTube channel. So very, very happy to have had her on our anniversary show. Thank you so much, uh, Randy, for all that you have done for us and those of you who are who, th those who listen to her show as well and, um, and for your stellar career. We thank you so much for all that you've done and may God continue to bless you. Thank you so much and happy anniversary. Three years. Come on, let's keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yes. We're excited about what God is doing for us and uh, truly uh, excited about the partnership that uh, was forged with the Detroit Praise Network and, uh, and that organization. So, uh, again, thank you. Thank you, guys. We wish you nothing but success in the days, the weeks, the months and the years to come. And again, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> it's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud 
giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you... Who Told You That You Were Naked is a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Tonight's thought of the week is taken from an excerpt of a sermon that I ministered a few years ago entitled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? Which also happens to be the title of my first book. As we celebrate our third anniversary, I would like to share with you an excerpt from this life-changing sermon that I guarantee is going to bless you. Take a listen. Get your neighbor and ask them the question, who told you that you were naked? Somebody ought to give God a praise in this place as you take your seat. There is no greater question. There is no greater inquiry. No greater examination. Even though this question is not directed towards us as a whole. We've surely felt its ramifications as well as its consequences. Even though this question was directed toward the first act, it is a question that has echoed throughout the depths of eternity. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? you that you were a failure who told you that you were deficient who told you that you were nothing who told you that you were worthless who told you that you had no value 
no hope and life is hopeless and what's even worse people of God is that the devil the, the, the devil's lies to us uh, many of us are starting to believe what the devil is telling us uh, we breathe life into the devil's lies by believing them and not only believing in them but adopting them as a part of our identity uh, confessing defeat when you are born a winner uh, professing failure when you're more than a conqueror living like a victim when you are already victorious uh, people of God you see this is collateral damage of the lies that the enemy is constantly telling us and we cultivate the lies by turning them into alternative lifestyles God called us beautiful God called us best God called us good God called us bountiful God called us well favored God called us gracious and here the devil is coming and telling that telling Adam and Eve that they were not what God said that they were hallelujah hallelujah and so uh, the devil got them to believe that they were incomplete and that God was holding something back from them God was hiding something from them that God was not being completely honest with him so God asking Adam this question he was essentially asking Adam who else are you listening to who else has your ear who else loves you more than me hallelujah God asking Adam who told you that you were naked he was essentially asking Adam who else are you being influenced by because everything I told you about yourself is that you are well favored everything I told you about yourself I'm here to build you up everything I told you about yourself I came to give you power but somewhere along the line you've got the attention of somebody else and they've got your ear and they are speaking death into your life hallelujah so my question to you people of God is who else are you listening to who else is speaking into your life if you feel defeated you need to look around you and look at your company look at your inner circle and if the people around you are not building you up then they must be tearing you down if the people close to you are not on your side then you need to get on God's side do I have a witness in this place you see there is no way that we can truly know who we are until we truly know who God is mankind has no identity outside of Jesus Christ Paul said it's in him that we live it's in him that we move and it's in him that we have our being you see we ultimately have no identity outside of Jesus Christ hallelujah and this could be more this could be no more evident in the garden of Eden where Adam is now hiding from the God that created him as if he doesn't even know him oh and this is so because the further away from God you are 
himself. The further away Adam was from God, the less he knew about himself. The further away from God that we are, the more confused we are about our identity. The further away we are from God, the more confused we are about our sexuality. The more confused we are about our sexual orientation, the further away from God that we are, the more confused we are about our purpose. The further away from God that we are, the more confused we are about our destiny. The further away from God that we are, the easier it is for the devil to convince us that we're something that we're not. You see, your proximity to God ultimately determines not only how much you know about Him, but how well you know yourself. I say all the time that the Word of God is not just the autobiography of Jesus Christ, or rather the biography of Jesus Christ, but it is the autobiography of you and I. You can't look in Jet Magazine to find out who you are. You can't look at Alex Haley's roots to find out who you are. But I dare somebody to crack open the word of God. And you'll find out who you are. You'll find out that you are a chosen generation. You'll find out that you're a royal priesthood. You'll find out that you're a holy nation. Is there anybody like that in the building? Give God a praise in this place. Hallelujah. The devil made the tree the object of their affection because he said God was essentially keeping this from you because he didn't want you to be like him. Uh, But Adam and Eve being close enough to God, at that moment they would have remembered we were already like God because in order for God to create them, he had to look at himself. Do I have a witness in here? Hallelujah. So I just drop by to let somebody in here know you can't afford to lose your mind. You can't afford to have a bout with amnesia. Hallelujah. Because you can make a mess you up for the rest of your life. Do I have a witness in this place? Hallelujah. Oh, so, hallelujah. We weren't just anybody. When God created us, we were already somebody. When God created us, because we were made in his likeness and in his image. But the devil convinced Adam and Eve that there was something missing. That there was something that God was holding from them. They get God left something out of the recipe. That God forgot something. That God was holding something from them. And that's what the devil wants to do to you. Uh, 
he wants you to think. Hallelujah. That God is making things up as he goes. He wants you to think that God doesn't have a plan for your life. He wants you to think. Hallelujah. That God is playing Russian roulette with your life. Hallelujah. But hallelujah. I'm reminded of what the prophet Jeremiah said. Hallelujah. In the first chapter of Jeremiah, God spoke to him and said, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee. Oh, baby, before you were even a twinkle in your mother's eye, God knew who you were going to be. So you're not here by accident. You're not here by happenstance. You're not here by coincidence. But look at that neighbor and tell a neighbor, I'm here on purpose. start of the week the excerpt from that life-changing sermon entitled who told you that you were naked you know i've always been intrigued by this question because it wasn't simply a question regarding adam's physical state but it was really a question of adam's identity but you've got to get the book i don't want to give it all away it's available on amazon and our website michaelnimmons.com for just 15 dollars. go there right now guys I think it's a great read during this pandemic because I believe this is a time of rediscovery. It's time to really delve into who we are. And this is a great book to begin that journey with. Special shouts out to legendary radio host Randy Miles for taking some time to spend with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show as we celebrate our third anniversary. You know, we said during the interview, the older you get, the longer you celebrate, guys. So we're celebrating three years. We're celebrating all month. So, uh, again, we want to thank her so much. And, you know, she is so down to earth and personable and has a wealth of knowledge. So very grateful for her taking time out of her busy schedule to spending with us on the third anniversary of our radio show and again happy 60th birthday to her and many 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 more Remember, guys, you can now listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show on the Detroit Praise Network. Just go to DetroitPraiseNetwork.com website and the app and click the connect button there. You'll be able to listen to all of our Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast episodes right from the Detroit Praise Network website. And, of course, there are a number of different ways you can listen to us on a number of different platforms. We, we go over it all the time. Uh, again, you can also go to our website, Michael. 
michaelnemons.com and check out our episodes right from our personal ministry website. We love for you to take some time today and check it out. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Your support helps us to increase our exposure across the world wide web. Remember to follow us on all of our social media on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show and on Twitter and Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN. We would love to hear from you or drop us a line at contact at michaelnemons.com. Guys, we would love to hear hear from you well guys until next time always remember if you can think it you can believe it if you can believe it you can see it if you can see it you can be it if you can be it you can achieve it the power rests within you the mind is the most powerful muscle in your body use what you got to get what you want the power is in you it's the thinking out loud radio show thanks for listening Thank you for tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. To get more info about the show and the ministry, visit michaelnemons.com. Want to book radio host Michael Nemons for your next special event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you.